Welcome to the Rap Race to Buy podcast, where we discuss money, mindset, real estate investing, and ways to achieve financial independence. Whether you are a rookie or a veteran needing new ideas for investing or creating side hustles, you're in the right place. Here to challenge you to think out of the box, your hosts, Felipe Mejia and Diego Corzo. Diego, dude, we have Diana on. Diana's been in Rattery's for a whole year. She's took massive action from buying in-state to buying in Florida and then buying in Tennessee, short-term rentals. It sounds like she's crushing it, dude. Her story is really good. Probably one of my top three for our interviews. Yeah, man. I'm really excited to hear her story because she she shares how she's been with Red Race for a whole year now and the impact that that has done, how she's grown. And just from the stories that she had from her first condo, which you guys are going to hear it. It's crazy what happens uh, to now her getting into Airbnbs, investing out of state. I feel like this is, this is definitely a great interview that's going to inspire a lot of people. Dude, that's awesome. I can't wait to have her on. So no more, dude. Let's get her on. Diana. Diego, Diana. If you guys are watching in video, uh, Diego has this like giant smile on his face because we're we're excited to cool. Diana just crossed her one year mark in rat race. So she's been in rat race to fight the mastermind for about one year now. And we finally get to record it because she's gone through so much and done so much. Diana, all the way from California. I know it's really early. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. You know, it's, it's, it's a one year journey. Um, I don't have 160 doors, but I've definitely crossed a lot of, um, roadblocks where like the knowledge that I have now, like I'm just ready to implement it and keep going. So I'm excited. No, I love that. Uh, one of the things that I talk about on the podcast, Diana is like, we, we try not to focus on how many doors people have because everyone's journey is a little different. Like some people grew up with you know, millions of dollars in the bank. And they're like, oh, I have 60 door now, you know, and then they tell this great story, but they never talk about how like, you know, their dad left them millions of dollars to invest or they inherited 50 of those doors. So not everything is what it seems on uh, on social media. And I I've gotten to see some of that background end of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Diego, what's up, dude? How's Austin? What's up? What's up? Austin is good, man. And I'm excited because uh, tomorrow I'm heading to Puerto Rico. Hey so, uh, yes, I'm going to be there for 10 days. So, but Diana, very excited to have you here uh, because you're one of the ones that has been investing like California, but out of state. And I can't wait to, to hear all your story about that. Everywhere, yeah, everywhere. Thank you. I think that's crushing one, it. one of the hardest things that when you start real estate is that um, you know that you want to do it because you just love every subject about it, but you don't know what you're going to like and what you're going to be good at. So I, I kind of just went everywhere, <laughs> but here we are a year later and now I know what I want to do. So, so what, is, what does that look like, Diana? Cause I think that happens to a lot of investors. Um, and I'll give you a little, a little bit of what I'm talking about. So like in rat race, for example, the mastermind, we put a lot of information in front of our members, STRs, single families, multifamilies. We, we bring all sorts of speakers so that all the information that you could have or want in regards to real estate is in front of you. And then Based on your goals, it's up to you to kind of like pick which one is good for you. Um, how has that been the experience for you? Like, how do you, how do you feel that that's kind of structured what you do? I mean, once you just um, focus on what you want to do, then you just learn everything that you learn is going to be about that. 
Um, one of the things I like about Rat Race, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I really like that you guys do the uh, breakout rooms because then you can mm -hmm. just focus on that. You know, you also tell us like what's going to be on the call. So then jump on that call if you want to do that. Um, you guys let us know who's kind of in that market or, or you know, that those type of deals. And then so we can do that. Um, but definitely it just with Rat Race, it helps us identify where we want to go. I love that. And then just real quick, I'm going to find out, Diana, how many, how many doors do you have? What, what, what's your portfolio look like right now? I have four doors. I have two single families here in California. Um, and I have one in Florida. And then my recently, my first short-term rental that I'm super, super excited about. And where's that at? In Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Holy crap. So you went from California to Gatlinburg. There's definitely going to be a good story there. Um, before we dig into that, though, Diana, tell us a little bit more about your background. Who, who, who is Diana? Where'd you, where'd you come from? What's your nationality? What was high school like for you? Give us, give us some good stuff. Um, I'm a Mexican American, uh, born and raised in Los Angeles County. Um, a little bit about, about myself. Let me see. Um, I played basketball in high school. Um, was always into in real estate, but I come from a very um, you know, Mexican family who came here and wants you to go to school. So that's exactly what I did. Um, I got my bachelor's in health science and then I got my master's in social work, uh, became a therapist for LA County Department of Mental Health. Um, I still work, um, with recently released, um, from prison adults who suffer from a mental illness. Um, I absolutely love, love my job. So I don't know that I would leave anytime soon. Um, you want me to get into how I got into real estate after that? Yeah. 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 So like, okay. So let me dig into high school a little bit. Were you a perfect student in high school? Who did you hang out with? Who was your clique? What was all that like? I was a little bit of both. Actually, I was always really, really smart. Um, but I've, I've always been like the social person, the party, like I talked to everyone. I talked to everyone, teachers, like I, I, that's just who I was. I've always been like that. Um, I think it's what's helped me like networking because it's like yeah. super important to do that in real estate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun in high school, my four best years. I don't know who cannot say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Mine were the worst. I got kicked out in 10th grade. I was failing a bunch. I barely passed anything. <laughs> I know. But Diego was like, yo le pregunté a Diego, le dije, Diego, would we be friends in high school? And he's like, no, dude, no. we wouldn't have been even been in the same classes. <laughs> so yeah. that, made me, that made me feel some type of way. <laughs> it was it. What classes were yours, Diego? I was IV classes, advanced. Yeah. Diana, were I was you in like those a smart classes? <laughs> I had a few. I For me, it was more of the competitiveness that came with yeah. it. Not so, not so much that like, I like I loved books and I loved like math and literature, but for me it was more of the competitiveness that like my parents really wanted me to do, do well in school and graduate and have a master's and stuff, and yeah. so that's what I was gonna do, you know. Even though that isn't really what I wanted at the time, um, but I wanted to make them proud. And I just hustled my way through high school, mostly college too. <laughs> got friends to do homeworks and all that. Got girlfriends to do homeworks. It was terrible. What about college, Diana? Tell me about college. Who were you in college? How did you how did you go through college? All that fun stuff. Um, college was definitely hard because I did become a mom at a young age. I was 21. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I still didn't want 
kind of anything to stop me from my ultimate goal or, you know, that's kind of um, what what you are told as a young mom is that that's it. You kind of like messed up already. You're not going to get anywhere. Um, and again, because I have that competitiveness in me, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't care if you're telling me no, like it's going to happen. Watch, watch. Um, and yeah, I'm the only one in my family with a master's right now. And I'm a young mom. <laughs> and so, you have properties mom. everywhere. So and I that's have properties awesome. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Multiple streams of income, all of that stuff. Yeah. Got the whole thing going on. Diana, were you a single mom in college or were you married? I was not. So I was, we were I'm still with Roger. Okay. Yeah. Just have a big, it's funny because everybody asks me that because my kids have such a big age gap. <laughs> So I'm like, no, it's, you know, same baby daddy. I just, you know, we started, we wanted to be smart second time around. <laughs> <laughs> we started young and then we're like, wait, 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 let's hold off on the second one. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So high school, college, you had a kid through college, ended up graduating anyways, had a great job. Sounds like you had everything you wanted. Family, husband, kids, house, the career. Why did you want more than that? What was what, what triggered that? Why did you want real estate? Well, as as we all know, um, and everywhere in the United States, more so in California, I feel that the, the cost of living here is ridiculous. You almost need two people to have good jobs to be able to buy a property. And very early on, I saw that that was one of our biggest struggles, right? We can buy a house, but even mortgage was a big chunk of our income. And so um, having kids, I knew that that's not what I wanted for them. I didn't want them to have to pay, you know, 40, 50, 60 percent of their paycheck just for mortgage. So um, I talked to my husband and I told him, you know what? I really want to be able to give my kids a house when we leave. Like I want them to just have a house when we leave. Um, and so we started our, our real estate investment and kind of just fell in love and, you know, learned kind of what the benefits that came from it. And it expanded, the goal just expanded beyond buying a kid, buying a house for our kids. Cool. So where did, how did you find real estate? What, what's, what's the story there? How did you start <laughs> getting into real estate? What piqued your interest? Was your husband involved? Give us all the juicy details. Um, so my real estate investment started when we wanted to get, um, a property, right? Uh, we didn't really know anything. Um, but we knew that we didn't want to sell the condo that we had here in California, which is our first property that we bought, um, in 2011, we wanted to buy another house. We didn't know that you only needed 5%, um, down for a second home. We did not know that. So you guys want to know what I did at like I think I was like 33 years old at the time. I moved back home with my husband and my two kids with my parents in a two bedroom house. This is like, it's a tiny house, you guys. So um, I told my husband, it was very, very hard to convince him. I said, we're going to sacrifice one year at my parents. My teenager at the time, who's like super into video games, had to sleep in a pullout couch in the living room. So he was playing video games in the living room for any teenager, anybody who has teenagers out there, you know that they would have hated that. But I told them we all have to sacrifice for a year. And it took us exactly a year to just save, 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 save. 
Then we went to a lender and got a and, and got our second home for five percent. And she's like, "You guys did all that when you guys could have just given us five percent." I'm like, "Well, this whole time people are telling me you need twenty. When the heck is that going to happen? Never." So I went oh, back man. home. So I went back home. My poor mother um and my husband you know it was a struggle for all of us we did that for exactly a whole year i was at my parents yeah you know you know it's crazy though diana because i think a lot of times th this happens to a lot of us um how do i call it i don't want to say like first generation immigrants where we don't know what we don't know and we just go based on what somebody told us for example i did the, i did the same thing i didn't know that in college and this is probably this is an extreme example because you thought though mental but like in college they gave me like a sheet of paper with uh six slots for my college classes and she handed it to me and she was like fill out the classes you want to take this summer or this uh semester and i was like okay six slots like there was like a hundred classes or however many classes there is in a, in a in a bachelor's degree and i was like six slots couple bunch of classes. So I just started filling in classes all the way through those six slots. And it wasn't until my senior year that I knew you didn't have to fill them all out. So I was taking 18 hours, uh, fall semester, spring semester, and summer because I didn't know that college took summers off. Like I just assumed that that's how it worked. And like, that's the same thing that happened to you. You just assumed that you had to put 20% down, which uh, it would have saved you a bunch of money and time and probably like, you know, your kid having to play on a couch video games. Uh, if you would have joined a mastermind or if you would have got the right mentor or even just the right education, like these books above me, um, where it's something you didn't know. Same thing happened to me. I was I, I worked on the construction sites for a year and a half uh, trying to save up 20 percent for my next rental property because no one told me. Uh, that I just had to put down 5% on my second home. I thought I had to put 20%. I thought you got one time. I thought you got one time your whole life, that 3 to 5%. And it's that lack of education that kills or eats at a lot of um, uh, people that don't get that education or don't know it from their parents. Because, for example, all us as first-generation uh, kids here in the United States, our parents don't know that. Our parents know one house and that's it. They live there the rest of their life because that's how it is in our country, right? In, in nuestro país, la, la gente compra una casa y se queda ahí toda la vida and then you pass it on to your family. But here, you can buy more than one house with 3 to 5% and you can buy one every single year. Diego, you're the realtor. Talk about that part. Hey. No, yeah, right? No, but, okay, so it's really important because I, I feel exactly the same way. It's like, is we don't know what we don't know at the end of the day as first-generation immigrants, first-generation Americans. Yeah. If, if you want to call it that. And, and I'm not even from here, right? I'm, I'm a DACA recipient. But um, what's interesting, Diana, is that you did what a lot of people would not have done as immigrants either, because they would have been like, oh my gosh, to save 20%, that is just so much. It's just better to just keep our one, one house, right? But because of yeah. your competitiveness, I feel like that is what gave you the opportunity. And I want to hear more about the story afterwards. If it's like, did you put down the 5% or did you put down all 20? Uh, because now even like that sacrifice gave you more choices that a lot of people would sure. not have even thought about doing. For sure. Tell us, Diana, what happened after that? So, um, so exactly a year and it, it was, it was December to December. Um, we moved into our primary home, was very, very happy. We had already been renting this condo for a year, right? Because I was at my mom. 
And I was like, hell yeah, this real estate game is easy. Like <laughs> you get a tech at the end of the month, like, hey, yo. Right. well, then pandemic hits like mm -hmm. three months later <laughs> and my property manager starts sending us like just stuff like, you know, this can happen. This can happen. Well, we, we knew our tenant, you know, he's kind of like he was a, a mutual friend of ours. So um, we kind of knew he was good, you know, he, great tenant, by the way. And me and Roger would always say, like, he's going to be there forever and we're never going to sell. And he would tell us the same thing. You guys are never going to sell. Right. I'll live here forever. So pandemic happened and um, <clears throat> HOA calls us that there's a leak um, coming from the second floor. We already knew about this leak. It was a leak that actually the HOA has to take care of. And so at this point, I'm just trying to reach my tenant, reach my tenant, and I can't find him. Like, he's not answering. And remember, pandemic just happened, right? So <clears throat> I also start calling, like, hospitals because at this point now I'm worried. Like, now I'm worried. Like, I actually know the guy. So I'm, I'm genuinely worried. Like, what if he got COVID? Remember, we didn't really know anything about COVID at the time. Everyone was, like, fearful about it. And so I can't find him. So finally I call his son and I'm like, I can't find your dad. What's going on? And he's like, I think something happened. Um, can we go to the condo and, and open it up? And so I go with um, a policeman and he says, again, I'm a newbie real estater. I, I should have known this already. He goes, you cannot open the door until you give a 24 hour notice. So I had to write, I wrote like a letter saying, you know, I'm looking for you. Please call me. Um, if you don't return my call, I have to, I'm going to come in tomorrow at 11 a.m. So then we go again the next day um, with the tenant's son and a policeman. And um, long story short, uh, Roger and I found our tenant dead in the bathroom um, in the master bedroom. So a year goes by and I'm like, yes, real estate's the shit. I'm going to continue to do this. It's easy. And boom, this like storm just comes hitting us. And we're like, Dane, I don't know if real estate is for us. Like, I think I'm gonna hold back a little bit. I don't think I don't think I want to do it anymore. Because what happened after that was just really, really hard, right? There's the laws, like now you have to report for three years that someone passed away there. Um, what happens between like whoever takes care of his estate? Who's gonna take, who's gonna pay the lease um, until it was, I think there's just a bunch of crazy laws that go in between who's gonna pay you the, the rest of the lease and stuff like that. Um, so that's when kind of, I did get a lot of help from like friends and um, my lender, my, my lender here in California. Um, just a lot of people really helped me get through that. And the month after that, um, we were all stuck at home, right? Um, you guys probably not, but here in California, we were all stuck at home. Um, what, I was watching YouTube's on, uh, YouTube on my TV, and I come across this guy. Um, Hi, my name is Felipe Mejia. Um, you guys should buy lots because nobody's making anymore or something like that. I can't really remember that episode that you did on your YouTube and then I look you up on Instagram and I find Diego and I find Rat Race and I just follow you guys for like a little bit. And then 
I think I joined like late September, October of that following year. Um, and just by following you guys, I was like, it takes a damn village to do this real estate thing. You cannot do it on your own. You just cannot. Um, and a lot of people want to do that. I don't know why, but once you learn that, like so many people are willing to help you, um, in this real estate community, it's, it's amazing. And I think it's what's it, what pushes you beyond your initial goal that like, if you have all these resources, you can definitely get more than two properties. Right. Cause that was just my initial goal. I just want a property for each one of my kids and I'll be fine. But so there's a lot to unpack there. I don't even know. I know, start. I know that's why I oh, stopped. Wow. No, no, no. You're good. You shouldn't even have stopped. That was really good. I guess really quick. Uh, you find the gentleman uh, who who's passed away in the bathroom. What what happened to the property? Do you still have it? Do you rent it? What 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 happens I, with that? I still have it. It's one of my biggest cash flows. Um, you know, it's California. California rent. We bought it in tw yeah. uh, 2011. So right. Um, yeah, I, I still have it. I still have it. Okay. Um, I did get a property manager after that. So I didn't okay. have one when I when when he was there. Yeah. Um, again, uh, when you go back to you don't what is the concept that you say, Diego? You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Okay. Yeah, I thought property management was super expensive, like ridiculous. Um, and it's funny because I never asked. I never asked people like, well, what's expensive? Like, I never asked. I just took their word for it. Um, and then I found him for 5%. There you go. Property manager. And he found some, he found someone like this. Nice. And now I'm just like, oh, I don't have to deal with anything. This is amazing. Like, that was hard. Like, you know, talking to the family and just being there. And yeah. So That's, now okay. I have property so manager you at 5%. Yeah. Okay. So you have a property manager at five percent. Uh, you have probably great tenants now. You got through the 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 lockdown in twenty uh, last year in twenty twenty. Um, you joined Rat Race towards the end of the year. Um, this is not a plug for Rat Race, but how did Rat Race change your perspective from what you were doing to what you're doing now to what you can do in the future? Um, I think that the, the community, the community that you guys have on Rat Race um, and when you see other people's journey um, and you learn that you deserve you deserve more. Right. Um, I, I think that's what what pushes you to want more that you deserve more that um, when you see people just, you know, 60 doors in one year like that's insane just from being in rat race and 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 doing the accountable steps that you guys give us um that's what eases that process mm -hmm. i think that at the end of the day too it's like just awareness of what is possible uh and that challenge that maybe you didn't know that was possible right it's like oh if he can do it or if she can do it i can do it too and not in a form to like show off right but it's a form right. of hey if i can shine my light and uh and show you what is possible then you can do it too right Sh showing what is possible too because um i wouldn't have known the five percent with the second home i wouldn't have known property management is only ten percent you know i wouldn't have known like markets in other areas 
you know, not, mm-hmm. not everything in the United States costs half a million dollars for a rundown house. Um, just stuff like that, you know, how to just everything. I mean, you guys lay out everything for us. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. So, but, and, and we do, we do. But also I feel like a lot of it has to do with, uh, like you have to take action, right? We give right. it to you. You have the resources. You may, right. you may be able to have the connections, but it's up to you, um, to make that happen, to pull the trigger. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, can you walk us through the process, right, of going from California, the Pacific coast, to investing now all the way in Florida, in the Atlantic? What was that process? Because it also came through a connection within Rad Race. Yes, um, but before that, um, everyone knows you need money, right? Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to join Rat Race because I was like, well, I don't even have money to invest, so I don't know what's, you know why would I even join? Cause I don't have money. Right. <laughs> so I took a leap of faith. I said to myself, you know what, Diana, like you go to Vegas and drop that kind of money anyway. So like, you know, you go buy stuff, you buy a $1,700 phone. Like why wouldn't you spend some money on yourself? This is still on yourself. So <clears throat> I did. And when I learned about the HELOC and, you know, um equity how you can like pull money out and stuff like that that was super mind-blowing because what we were doing before was totally wrong you know we had bought a condo in 2011 um we were following uh one of uh felipe's favorite christian mentors on um paying down debt and we refinanced to a 15-year loan so when I joined Rat Race, I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. Like, what am I doing? Um, so then that's what I liked about it. You know, that's what I learned first in Rat Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I said to myself, well, I really want to invest. But I, um, I, I knew early on and I learned it in Rat Race, too, that um, I wanted I was comfortable starting in turnkey rentals. That's really what I wanted. And I wanted to find a market. Um, that I can afford, right? So I wanted to start with like 100, 150 range. Um, and through Rat Race, I found that Florida was um, was a good market. Um, it's also a state that I've always loved um, for, for other reasons. Because um, of Disney? Yes, everybody knows, I promise you, everybody knows I'm a big Disney fan. And so um, I found Glenn, uh, Rat Race number two, He's he's been there for quite some time. Um, and and again this is kind of where i felt just it it was so nice that he was so willing to just jump on the call he jumped on like three calls with me to kind of just teach me about how he analyzes deals there he introduced me to his team um i met his team and again um what diego said it was just like i had all my resources so why not so why not um you know, but it's not easy either. So now I had all my resources and we're in this crazy market where, um, you know, there's like 30 offers per, per a house and you get beat by like cash offers. And um, so it took me some time. It took me some time to, to find a deal in Florida. Um, I submitted five offers um, before I even got it. Um, but so I joined Rat Race October beginning of, of October and I closed, uh, December 31st. Nice. 
within so, three months, two months. Wow. Yeah. That's taking action. You weren't scared? Yeah. I was scared. Oh. I was like, I had to justify to my husband, I'm going to spend XYZ a month. <laughs> um, I can't just, you know, I had to do it with purpose. I couldn't just yeah. do it for entertainment. At that point, I had to show him like, no, this is this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're there every Monday and Wednesday, too. So on the yeah. calls yeah. for a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I and I talked huh. to a lot of people in right ways, which has been very, very helpful. So you got the you have property in California. You closed on property in Florida. Is Florida property under property management? I'm assuming, right? You're not self-managing. No, no. And I've never been there. Okay. I never saw the property, which is another like crazy thing. Like I don't even when you first get into real estate, it's hard for you to like, what? Like people don't go look at houses. <laughs> that that was that was hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um but but then again, I thought like, well, Diana, you buy a bunch of stuff on online either, and you don't look at it, like you just buy it. You kind right. of just know that it's a good fit and you do it. So that's what I did with Florida. It was a good fit. My team was great, they're still super awesome. A year late, almost a year later um and appreciation is nuts there mm-hmm. uh in jacksonville um i how did much, um really quick how much was the property well i got it for 120. okay and you put 20 yeah. percent down no i got a second home mortgage on it got it crazy right so i didn't even know you can get one but then i learned that you can get like a lot of second home mortgages all over the nation. Like that's insane. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. What is a second home mortgage? How does that work? For those that are listening, I have no idea what you're talking about. What does that mean? Um, well, correct me if correct me while I go through this. Okay, Diego. So a second home mortgage. Wait, why can't I correct you? Because he's a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go oh, with that man. answer. Let's go with that. Um, so second home mortgage means that it's going to be, um, you know, a second home. So you're allowed to just put 5%. Um, you're allowed to have one within a certain miles of the same area that you're at. So mm-hmm. because I have a second home mortgage um, in Santa Clarita, then I can't have another one there, right? I have to have one outside of Santa Clarita as long as you qualify for it. Yes, it's around 150 miles from your home, from where you live. Right. So the blurbage can get a little scary. Um, like in Florida, I had to sign something that like says I have to be there. Um, 14 days out of the year. No, it wasn't even 14 days. It said something like. It be less. N- um, most of the time, it was like a very vague answer. And I was like, mm-hmm. OK, well three days. I mean, what's most like, it was just very, like, not clear, right? Mm-hmm. Very vague. So yeah. So but the, that is scary, because you're signing and you're like, wait, I haven't even been there. Uh-huh. But I mean, yeah, it can be a week, two days, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you, so, so you bought that one. And now you bought it with that loan. How much is it worth now? Well, it'll, it'll appraise that 140. Wow. At the nice. Time, um, from what my realtor says is that uh, my realtor said that I guess somebody had bought it with like a hard money loan and it hadn't sold for like quite some time. 
and they just wanted to get rid of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have no idea what it's worth, but that was December of last year. So okay. So yeah, and it was turnkey. Okay, that's awesome. Cool. And you found and that. that. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say, uh, Diana, you found that through um, Glenn's team in Florida. So someone in rat race connected you with this property. Is that, is that kind of a connection you made in rat race? Oh, absolutely. And it was, it was my, uh, my realtor, my realtor that I found through rat race. Yeah. And I was, remember my, I was talking about my competitiveness. He was on vacation and I was like, you know, pull out that laptop poolside and submit my offer, please. You know, and, and it went through. That's the one that went through. So now I joke and tell him, like, can you please go back on vacation so I could get another video? I need oh, another man. one. I need another one. That's yeah. Fine. So so what happens now, Diana? Now you have property in Cali, property in Florida. Uh, you also mentioned you have an STR, a short-term rental in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. How the hell did you end up in Gatlinburg? What's that story? So, so after that... Um, you know, once I like prove that like rat race, this is like, I really like it. I want to do it. Now I kind of want to find like what I want to do. Right. I just kind of want to be a student for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn because clearly there was like a lot that I need to learn. It wasn't, um, it, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy journey. Um, so I just, I'm a student for a little bit and then, um, um, how did I get into short-term rentals? You, you put us on a pad with um, similar goal um, investors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and our pod is great. We actually do meet every two weeks still, Good. a year later. Nice. Um, and one of our pod members had bought um, a property in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and yeah. he shared his numbers with us. And I, he was shocked and I was shocked and we were all kind of happy for him that that was happening. And I've always kind of liked, um, short-term rentals, right? Um, I've stayed at, 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 um, a lot in, in the United States. Um, Mm -hmm. Roger and I travel a lot for, um, travel baseball with our son. So we kind of get to see like what that business is like and always liked it. Um, and then Brad got, um, a cabin up there another pod member so then i was like you know i really like short-term rental i love the business um i love the hospitality hosting you know um and i have all the resources why not like why shouldn't i do it and then one of um so now i had two friends that have um a cabin in gatlinburg um they're all in like a little community, right? So they have these HOAs and one of the pod members had, was in a Facebook group, homeowners Facebook group. Yep. And he tells me, Hey, um, there's this owner that I think wants to sell her, her cabin. Um, she's asking like how much she can get for it. Um, I think she's, she's going to want to sell very soon. So he sends me her Facebook profile and I message her nonstop for like a month. Jesus. Poor lady. Um, <laughs> and I think I, 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 a month later, after me sending her a bunch of messages, um, I told Felipe, like, damn, she's not going to want to sell it to me. 
<laughs> probably going to want to put it on the MLS to, you know, to get like over asking or something. So Felipe goes, well, have you given her your number? And I was like, no. And so last message, I'm not even, I can show you guys the last message. I put my phone number and she calls me July 3rd. Hey, like, yo. 4th of July weekend. She calls me and I'm like shocked. I was like shaking, like, oh my God, what do I say? I've never talked to an owner before. <laughs> like, what do we talk about? And um, again, I've always been like a social person. So at first we're just like talking, just kind of getting to know each other, where we're at for 4th of July weekend. And um, then July, August, a month and a half later, we close and I have my first Airbnb. What? Hey, yo. So how is that doing? How's the Airbnb doing? Um, but okay, well, actually, before before I ask you that, I want anyone who's listening to this uh, podcast to realize that I didn't do anything for Diana. I picked up the phone when she needed it. I gave my in. I gave a second look at what she was doing already. Um, I didn't like per se make you do anything. I gave you ideas. I helped you where I could. You reached out to other rat race members in the community. You basically took action. And I think and Diego's. I think uh, is going to say that I'm right on this. Is the difference between people that that make it and are successful in real estate are those that take action. And that's what you did. You took advantage of the situation where you were in rat race, the opportunity that you bought because rat race isn't free, but you're taking advantage of that by networking with other people and asking questions when needed. And now you've got an additional short term rental. Now, my question is, how's that short term rental doing? I think you've had it for 30 days now, right? So you've gotten your first month out of the way or more. Uh, yes, I'm on what day is it today? Uh, it'll be on the October 10th. It'll be two months. Nice. So tell us how it's going. It's going great. I, it's unbelievable. I, I, it's like nuts. I, I never thought that you can cash flow that much in, in a cabin up there. Yeah. I, when I, first, when I was, when I first started, I was just like, ah, con que se pague la renta, I think I'm fine. I have, a, <laughs> I have a cabin, like I have a cabin. Like, <laughs> and now it's like, <laughs> not only do you pay rent, but you get like second, your second month rent in just one month. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. 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 What, um, how much did you, how much did you buy it for? Uh, 485. 485. Is it a two bedroom or it's a two bedroom with a loft. Um, it's a two bedroom with a loft and there, there, there's a lot of things that go also too with that with short term rentals with like just tricks that you can do with um, um, listing it a certain way in Airbnb. So I actually list mine as a three bedroom because it has a loft and I have a bedroom in there also uh, mm-hmm. a bed. I have a, a bed. bed. Yeah. And so you, you manage it, it as a three. Yes. Yes. I manage it myself. What does that look like managing a cabin by yourself? It sounds like a lot of work. Can you give us some details? So the software is out there. Airbnb software is my favorite. It's the only one that I use. Um, they did a really good job of just to putting everything that you need out there. So auto messages, um, you know, check in and check out instructions are all done on auto. Um, it's it's very, very passive unless you know there you do have those guests who like didn't look at the checkout time even though you've sent it like in three different areas, they'll still tell you like, Hey, so when can I check out? And then you have to like, um, talk to them or some of them will ask you like, um, what, what hiking trails do you recommend? 
you know, stuff like that, then, then you would have to, but I love that. Like, because I love talking to people and, and meeting people. Like I love doing that. Like, yeah, go here. It's great. You know, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy what I actually have to do. That's when, cool. when you bought that property, did you go out there and see it? Or was that one, one of those again, that you just bought? <sighs> yeah. So my, my realtor that I also found through rat race is freaking amazing. She FaceTimed me. Mm-hmm. Um, sent me a bunch of pictures, um, and I loved it. Um, it was an off market deal. So, uh, we had already, um, you know, had a price too. um, the owner was great. She was very, she was really good throughout the process. Um, and I already had two friends there who gave me a lot of feedback, like a two bedroom with a loft for that price, like go for it. Like that's yeah. unheard of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, Gatlinburg is also a market where stuff is selling over asking, you know, um, people are having to submit a few offers before they could even get a deal. So for me to be able to do this, I was like, it's rat race. This is what rat race is. Mm-hmm. You know, it happened because I was in rat race because I knew someone in rat race because someone in rat race told me, hey, this person is is I think she's trying to sell it. Um, and then I just messaged her and messaged her. I did apologize to her after. What did she say? She, (laughs) no, she was just, she knew I, I, once we talked and she knew that I was like a new investor, it was my first, uh, short-term rental. She, she, she told me a lot of stuff on what to do, um, and stuff that she had done to the cabin. And she shared with me her short-term rentals that she has and, um, she was okay with this. She knew that, that that's just how it is when you're starting, you know, you're, you really want that first deal. Yeah. That's awesome. So what happens now? You have a successful in California, you have successful real estate in Florida. Go ahead, Diego. Oh yeah. Really quick. And you bought that one just so just to clarify for everybody, you bought that one with a, another 10% second home mortgage, right? Yes. Okay. Tell us about that. Yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, I mean, yeah, once you learn you can get multiple second homes around the nation, right. you just have to qualify, then then that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't make a lot of money, so I don't I can't do that again, you know. Um, but yet. One of the, yet. Well, yeah, I was gonna say yet. yeah, yeah, you'll just you'll figure it out. Yeah, because seems now, like you always do. So another thing that they that we've learned uh in Rat Race is that you can use the Gatlinburg income to qualify, right? again so that's probably the next step um and just creative financing too um i really really like gatlinburg um i am looking at other markets for short-term rental also um but yeah so far i'm having a lot of fun with gatlinburg right now that's awesome that's awesome and you've taken so much so much action and capitalizing on all the resources um that a lot of people uh that that a lot of people have access to and you're just even though like what you were saying earlier like you may have that fear but you're still taking action in spite of that fear and just having the courage to do it and we're seeing the results and you're seeing the results in your pocketbooks and seeing the results your bank accounts everything yeah what helps with with the fear is that you have this rat race family behind you right so um and i I have come across certain things um with short-term rental that that are tough you know but then I have that rat race member who I can ask and who are willing to say, okay, this is how you do it. Jump on a Zoom call with me. Okay, we got to figure it out. And we figure it out. And 
you know, that's kind of what helps you with fear that you, you have those people to help yeah, you. That's cool. Well, Diana, uh, what is uh, one of the best ways for people to get in touch with you to find out more, more about you, your, your Instagram and all of that? My Instagram is Diana uh, Oseguera dot R-E-I. Diana Oseguera yeah. on IG. Yes. Pleasure cool. to talk to anybody who's willing to, you know, want to start. Um, I get it. I've been there. Um, but you'd be surprised how many people are just willing to help. Um, it feels good to help other people, too. I really yeah. believe that um, helping others blesses you in, in so many ways. And it has. Um, because I have helped a few people um, along my journey. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy it. I just enjoy talking about it. Yeah, no, that's cool. And what's next for you? Another short term rental. All right. <laughs> I just found a new way to, um, to buy another one. So cool. I'll share that with you guys soon. Yeah, Yo. that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I do want to get into like teaching people about short term rentals also. Nice. You're gonna you're gonna help us with the micro tribe, right? In rat race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited about that. That call is today. Yeah, it's today. That's yeah. right. Awesome. <laughs> hey, I'm excited. Oh, oh crap, that's today. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, awesome. Diana, is there any last words? I mean, your story is incredible. I think you're crushing it. I think you're gonna continue to kill it. Honestly, um, I I can honestly in the next couple of years. I mean, I, I can see you tons of properties that are directly correlated to your goal. It sounds like you're not really worried too much more about numbers though. Like you're not worried about, I want a hundred doors. I heard you say that at the very beginning that like other people talk about that. It sounds like that's not what you're interested in. What no, are you I, interested in? My, my initial goal was just to buy one property for one of my kids. I have two kids. That was my goal. So when I joined Rat Race, I was like, damn, this guy wants to be a millionaire. This guy wants like 30 G's passive income a month. Like I just want two houses for my kids in California. So yeah. that's a lot. But <laughs> um, but then when I saw all the benefits that came with it, with just being a real estate investor, right? Having your own time, being able to vacation, do whatever you want, whenever you want, um, that I was like, Jane, I want, I, I think I want that too. You know, I, I want to retire when I'm young and I can still go hiking. Like, what mm -hmm. am I going to do when I'm 65? I can't do any of the attractions or anything. I'll be too old. <laughs> so, so yeah. But That's so awesome. what I, what I want to say to people is that um, if you're starting and you're reading the books and you're just watching YouTube videos, following people on real estate, like, if you've been all, if, if you've been doing that already for six months to a year, like it's time to join a, a real estate group. It's just time to do it. You're not going to move forward if you don't. Um, one of the one of one of the things that uh, Rat Race gave me is accountability through through my pod, um, because when we meet, we do talk and we tell each other like, so so what's up? You said two weeks ago that you were going to do this and you didn't. Um, and again, my competitiveness I think always kind of helps. Um, and I'm the most, I'm the newest in, in investor in that, in that pot. So that, that also pushes me to, to kind of move forward, but it also helps me to move forward because I have those people helping me out, um, through my journey. That's I awesome. love your story. I love your story. Yours is, yours is a really impactful story in rat race, like a little bit of with your background, you know, finding, finding the deceased person and then 
continuing to take action, not letting that put you down and now buying short-term rentals in Gatlinburg, self-managing from California. I mean, you have a great story. I think it's, I think it's really cool. I can't wait to see it continue to grow. Um, so I can't wait to even bring you back in a year and, and see how much you've grown from there. For sure. I think just surrounding yourself with, with people who are going to support you is, is important and you're going to find that in right race. Um, for me, it was my lender. Once I bought my, my, my primary home, um, and I had that rental, she said, Diana, congratulations. You're now an investor. And I was like, damn, that sounds kind of nice. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's kind of the one that pushed me forward to, to move forward and continue. That's cool. And Diego and I are actually going to California to visit you at the end of this month. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. Finally, right. It's going to be a good time. Diego, that's all the questions I have, bro. Do you have anything else for Diana? Um, no, I mean, I, I already asked her where, where she was going next. I'm just excited to see how, what 2022 has for you. I feel like you're going to find so many different creative ways to continue buying properties. Um, yeah. So I'm just excited to see how, how you're going to grow and, and excited that you've been part of Rad Race for a year now and seeing what year number two has, has for you. No, for sure. I'm definitely excited because I was a student um, and now it's time to implement it, you know, what I've learned and take action. And so I'm excited about that. Super, super excited for 2022. That's awesome. Well, Diana, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Um, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for waking up super early to be <laughs> see with you guys us. later. Bye. Bye, Diana. The Rap Race to Buy podcast, where we discuss money, mindset, real estate investing, and ways to achieve financial independence. Whether you are a rookie or a veteran needing new ideas for investing or creating side hustles, you're in the right place.